0: Hello, and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald, and I will be your host as we continue on this journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are. This is episode 34, and I'm excited for today's episode because I'm holding my book in my hands. Well, it's near me. It's not actually in my hands in this moment. I'm touching it right now. (laughs) And this is the first print proof that I've reviewed of the book, and it does need some revisions, so we're going to do another round of revisions and reviews, and hopefully soon here it's going to be ready to be public and out in the world. But it is so amazing to hold this book in my hands, and it feels simultaneously thrilling and really exciting. I've wanted to write a book and, and have it be like, you know, printed and and real since I was a little kid, I think. And so it feels like a, the fruition of a very big dream, but it also simultaneously feels like the next logical step. I took so many steps to get to this point. And my, my dear mom was pointing out to me with this book specifically, Love Signals, how, so much time went into this book that it wasn't just when I started working on the actual manuscript this past August. This book actually started with the entire year of writing love letters and potentially even before then. And then all these hours spent creating the podcast. And so it does feel like, wow, yeah, there has been a lot of time, a lot of energy put into creating this book and loving it into being and it's so exciting to be one step closer to having it out in the world publicly. I think it's kind of funny in last week's episode I kept waiting for the book to arrive. I was like I just want to be holding it for when I start you know the 2023 episodes of the podcast but I was like I don't I can't wait anymore I, I need to record I need to get this podcast ready and I have a feeling that the book arrived while I was recording because soon after I came back in into the main house I'm in the studio right now um, I noticed the package out by the gate and I was like oh my gosh there it is and my sweet partner ran out in the rain and got it so that it didn't get any water damage <laughs> which was really helpful Um, anyway, that's all to say, I think that's kind of funny that, um, once I was willing to move forward without it, it arrived, (laughs) you know, that just seems kind of uh, funny. So in today's episode, rather than reading from a past journal to share a love letter, I'm going to share a love letter that is still from past journals, but it's one that I put into the book because the book's here and I want to read from it. The other thing I want to share is um, something that kind of came from writing the book that feels super fun and super juicy to me called Thought Experiments. And I know this is an idea that I've mentioned before on the podcast because I know it's it's just like a deeply familiar idea to me. Uh, but there's a whole list that I created in the book, and I'd like to share I think just one of those thought experiment ideas with you all. I also realize in – Last week's episode, I didn't follow up on the feel, be, do concept that I shared at the end of last year, because I know I invited you all and myself to explore, okay, what would happen if I brought intention to how I want to feel, how I want to be, and what I want to do during the holiday season. And so I'd like to reflect on that a little bit. So let's dive in. I'm going to start with the letter because it just feels so fun to read to you from this book. All right. So... This chapter is called Love Hidden in Everyday Acts. And I feel like that's a cool frame for this letter, which is from June 2nd, 2021. Mm. Paint a picture each day and call it a love letter to color and sight. Sing a song every day and call it a love letter to sound and hearing. Breathe deeply, consciously each day and call it a love letter to life and death and birth. You are the letter. You are the painting. You are the breath. And you are love. Mm. There's so many layers to this letter. And what I chose to highlight in the book was how it felt like a way of exploring how love is hidden in everyday acts you know the act of breathing the act of doing this watercolor I think at this point in time I was trying to every night do a little bit of art and I think I was also trying to play some music every day and so this idea of just these everyday acts these things that we're doing maybe every day maybe every so often there could be love there those could be love letters what if we are living love letters. And that actually really reminds me of what I was saying in last week's episode of, you know, how can you bring more love to this year? And one of the ways I was suggesting that or exploring that was by being a source of love. And so to be creating love letters to sound, to sight, to being alive through these everyday acts, that feels like a way of bringing more love and and focusing on love even more. Um, but I also, when I read that that love letter now, I'm really struck by the way it does feel like a, a sweet message from love of like, hey, you are love. There is love in each of these actions, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, and that it does feel like a way of Spending time with love. And that actually ties quite well into the feel, be, do concept because I think that two people could be doing the same exact thing, right? Two people could be washing the dishes or breathing or making art or going on a walk. And the energy and the feeling could be worlds apart. This is that idea of like where are you coming from? What's the what's the energy behind something? It ties to that. And this ties to the feel be do because it's like how do you feel as you're washing the dishes? How do you feel as you go on that walk? How do you feel as you breathe? And, you know, one person who is feeling disconnected from love and maybe hasn't taken some time to consciously decide to let that walk, let that washing of dishes, let that breath be from love. And it could feel neutral to them or it could feel really heavy because maybe they're, you know, tangled up in their head and their mind thinking about "Hmm," just all the things, you know. So um, whereas another person who could be doing the same exact things, washing the dishes, taking that breath, going on that walk could be... Feeling just completely in the space of love, like wrapped up in it, flowing with it, just letting each movement, each dish that they touch be an act of love, be an opportunity to feel love as the water pours on their hands and to feel themselves loving that dish, taking care of it, taking care of their home, taking care of all those small details that make up our lives. So I think part of why I love that letter so much is because it feels like like it encapsulates this idea of how much love we can tap into, both as being a source of it, you know, letting it flow through us and letting it flow to us when we shift our focus and bring our attention to that possibility. And so, so... Feel, be, do. When I think about the holidays and the intent to feel a certain way or be a certain way or do certain things, I, like I said in my last episode, I did have an intention to rest more than I actually did. <laughs> but I also find that while I was working hard, and I, I do mean hard, I spent quite quite long days, numerous long days um, filling in the gaps between my full-time job and um, sleep, you know, and, and weekends and all of that, um, with work on this book. And one thing though, that I feel proud of, and that does feel like it came from the intention that I brought from reflecting on how I wanted to feel and how I wanted to be and what I wanted to do is that I, I do feel like all throughout the book writing process, I reminded myself that I could bring ease to it. And that I could choose to enjoy it. And I brought a lot of intention to that. I didn't want to undermine the energy of this book by bringing stress to the writing or reviewing process. And sure, there were times where I felt a little tired, or, um, you know, there were various trials along the way where I sometimes was like, oh no, you know, I got to redo all this work or whatever it was. But I, I'm very proud to say that I feel like every time that I was really engaging with the work, I was able to reconnect with a place in my heart and reconnect with love and let the work on this book be from love. And I think part of why I was able to do that is because I feel so strongly that I want the reader's experience as much as possible to be one of feeling love as they read this book, one of feeling ease and comfort and support. And so as much as possible, I wanted to bring that to that energy, to what I was doing as I worked on the book. And I will say, and this was kind of a fun surprise, I actually felt incredibly soothed and like, it was like I got to go to a beautiful comforting, scrumptious landscape, emotional landscape of ideas and all of that as I worked on the book. So even if I was feeling stressed or kind of working through stuff, I, I just felt so good as I worked on the book. I just couldn't help it. Um, I think this, this book has become a true source of love for me as well as whoever else decides to read it. And that feels so good to me. Um, so when I think about how I wanted to feel during, you know, the winter break, the holidays, I did want to feel connected to love. I also wanted to feel a sense of delight and coziness and that kind of magic that I feel around Christmas. I celebrate Christmas. Um, and I definitely did feel that. There were other things along the way, but I definitely felt those things and how I wanted to be believe my intention was to be present and to be conscious and like choosing how I was showing up. And I feel like I did that well too. And I just, I feel like I was steady. I was persistent with this book and the, the effort it took to create it. And as far as what I wanted to do, well, I wanted to work on this book and, you know, submit it for all those proofs to then be prepped for me. And I did do that. I I expected things to happen a little faster than they did. And so my timeline ended up being more fluid than I <laughs> ultimately dreamed and anticipated, but oh, I just feel so congruent with how I've been showing up for the book and and for my life simultaneously. And that's what's most important to me because I, there are moments, I think, where I let certain aspects of my life be de-emphasized so that I could really emphasize the book. And I think that was right and I learned a lot from that. But in the long term, especially with my dreams of writing more books, I know that I want to not sacrifice the goodness in the rest of my life for art. I don't believe that we have to sacrifice our health or the health of our relationships or the health of our finances or anything like that to create. And I think that that's kind of this old outdated myth that can live in the creative community. And I just, I just don't think that it's necessary. I'm not saying it doesn't render certain results, but I really choose to create from a place of balance and a place of love. And so while I think there's ways I played with the edges of, okay, what's it like to be out of balance <laughs> when I'm creating? I also do feel like I came back to focusing on balance and and well-being again and again, and that feels good to me. So I learned so much from the deep steep in, in creative productivity and, you know, kind of cozy social winter time And, um, that was, that's my reflection on feel, be, do. And I wonder what yours is. I wonder how you all feel about December in particular, um, and those kind of first few days of the new year. How did you want to feel? How did you want to be? How, how? How did you want to show up? What did you want to do? And I think that those three questions, and to be clear, you know, the way Alex Frenzen, who introduced me to this idea, talks about it is feel, know, and do. But that's more when you're writing something for somebody else to read or you're making a video for somebody else to watch. What do you want them to feel? What do you want them to know? What do you want them to do? And so when I'm applying it to myself, I like changing know into into be, um, So, (laughs) but I think no could be great. What do I want to know? I want to know that I'm loved, you know, that could be choosing to remember that I'm, that you're loved. So that is my thoughts on that. And I, I think that, um, that frame for exploring intention of feel, be, do is something that I want to play with more throughout the year. I, um. I'm approaching this year. I'm really enjoying the quarter system, which I know is very corporate, but I haven't dealt with that that much in my work life. (laughs) And so it feels like just a nice way to break up the year for quarters. Um, And so in these first three months, I'm enjoying, you know, having kind of more specific goals and intents, and it feels like a nice amount of time. You know, it's about 90 days um, and a lot can happen in 90 days, but it's also, not too much time where it starts to feel hard to even wrap my mind around it. So I'm enjoying that. And I I really choose to continue focusing on well-being and and really what I said last episode of how can I bring more love to life, both as, you know, something that I'm noticing more and and filtering into my consciousness and as something that I'm choosing to bring more of. You know, we really can have an impact on the world around us and we really can be sources of love and love is so profound. It is so healing, so nourishing. And I I know that you probably know that you probably have experienced the profound impact of love in your life, maybe in big moments or small moments. But it is like it shifts the the entire texture and fabric of reality. And we can do that for one another. So let's explore some thought experiments or maybe just one. I'm going to flip to that part of the book. Um, so this, as I said at the beginning, this ended up being kind of one of my favorite things that I wrote about. I don't know. Honestly, so many things in the book were my favorites. <laughs> it's a little hard to say for sure, for sure this was it. But This idea of thought experiments, um, I'll just read to you from this chapter as I introduce them. Another way to explore love signals in your life is through thought experiments. These are perspectives you can try on. Inquiries to live with for a moment, a day, a whole week, and beyond. Try them on with an open mind and stay receptive to what you discover. These are a great way to encourage yourself to choose to notice love more and more. If you'd like to create a whole love signals project for yourself with thought experiments, you can explore one per week or per day. If you like, you can even document your discoveries at the end of each week. You have so much freedom to play. <laughs> so I go on, but I think I only list, let's see, there's three on this page and there's another three on the next page. So I list about six different ideas. And of course there's so many different thought experiments. This is just kind of the ones that occurred to me, but I'd like to share the first one with you because it kind of ties into the, um, the love letter that I read to you all today. And some of the examples I followed up with of, you know, washing the dishes and all of that. So the first thought experiment that I propose in the book is explore water as a form of love. All throughout the day, let every sip of water be a form of sipping on love. Let every shower or bath you take or every pool you swim in be an opportunity to bathe in love. So I think this is such a fun one because while it's not breathing, you know, which is another experiment in there, um, which happens all throughout the day, water, it happens more in punctuated moments throughout the day when we're drinking our water, when we're washing the dishes, when we're, um, taking a bath or a shower, when we wash our hands, all those little moments. And I know for me, water is so soothing, just like mm, intrinsically. And like, I like washing the dishes because I like having water running over my hands. (laughs) Um, But I I encourage you all to play with this thought experiment if that feels exciting to you to really imagine. And you can take a moment here to imagine it in your mind's eye so that when it happens in real life, it can feel all the more vivid of what if that water that's flowing across your skin or, you know, going into your mouth as you drink water and down your throat, what if that water – or Once again, another example, if you're bathing or in a pool or you're, you know, taking a shower, what if that water that's making contact with you is love and that love is coming through the water, it's nourishing you, it's cleaning you, it's cleaning your hands, it's cleaning that dish, it's cleaning your body, it's hydrating you. What if that is love? And what if, and what would it feel like to really receive in that moment, to relax a little bit more and let yourself receive a feeling of love? Water's so beautiful the way that it creates surface tension, my, um, My biology, chemistry kind of teacher in high school said, water molecules hold hands. And I always loved that idea. It's kind of like how otters hold hands to keep together when they're napping and stuff in the water. It's so cute. Um, So water molecules hold hands. And I, I love that idea of all the water molecules holding hands and then just washing over you and wrapping you up in the unique essence that is water so let water be a source of love for you today and notice what that feels like and part of the cool coolness of this in my mind is that it it invites us to think about love and to choose to perceive and connect with love throughout the day right it's like you think okay today today water is love And every time I interact with water, I'm looking at my jar of water right here. I'm going to see it as love and I'm going to receive it as love. And this just occurred to me as you offer people water, right? Hey, do you need some water? Maybe somebody's over at your house or whatever. It's like you're offering them love. Let any water, you know, the water you add to the soup you're making tonight or whatever, let that be Love, let yourself see the love that is in that water. So try it out if you like and see how it goes. And if you want to let me know how it goes, if you had interesting insights or ideas, I would love to hear from you. Oh my gosh, I get so excited when I hear from people. And you can write to me at podcast at gmail.com. That's lovesignals, plural, podcast at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. That's it for today. I hope that you all are well. I hope that you all are feeling love supporting you as you enter into this new year, 2023. Here we go. And I'll leave you with our phrase. There is so much love here for you. May you continue to feel it more and more every day in every way. Take care.